0: Welcome to the Unaccepted Podcast, the podcast for car enthusiasts and anime fans. I'm your host, Tony. And I'm Manny. And as always, we're going to have our anime headlines in the front. We're going to get into some car headlines, a different little topic we're going to discuss. And then we're actually going to bring back some
1: reviews on some anime. Ooh. 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 That for? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I've been really excited about this anime. We started watching so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know you mentioned it a few. Oh man, maybe a month ago actually. Yeah. So we finally got around to it, and I think it'll be a good one. Yeah. But anyways, Manny, how you doing?
1: Pretty good. A little bit tired, but good.
0: A little bit tired. You had the wedding this weekend, right? Had a wedding. Your wedding.
1: Yes. I wish. <laughs> wait, wait, wait to bring it down for me. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, we had a wedding. Um, It was at the Rose Garden at Fairmont Park here in Riverside. And from there, we just went to the Mission Inn for dinner, and just pretty much everybody parted their ways after.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was pretty nice, honestly. Um, My buddy did rent out the incomplete Rose Garden for the Fairmont Park. So from 2 to 4, he rented out, so no one was allowed to be in there. But as always, as you know also... Fairmont Park is a very hot spot for quinceanera and wedding photos. Oh, yes, it is. Fairmont
0: Park. And uh, I don't know if you've ever been to, I think it's called Red Hill Park in Rancho Cucamonga. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. So that's another one. You show up on any Saturday and you're going to see a ton of people in their quince, you know, outfits and stuff taking pictures.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay.
0: But the park is laid out really similar to Fairmont, like with the the greens, a little area for the concert and a pond. Okay. Like literally the same thing.
1: No, uh, yeah. The the cool thing is that um during the actual ceremony we had no issues of people trying to get into the rose garden. But it wasn't until after we were done with the with the ceremony and it just went off to the photographer to start taking pictures with everybody. So, um, bride and groom with this family, bride and groom with this family, bride with this people, groom with these people, individual shots, all the stuff, and just changing location within the rose garden. And the next thing we started having quinceañera groups coming in, and one of them came in and we told them "Hey, you gotta leave. Like, we've already rented this out, and like they were actually starting to throw fit and everything." So, we we kind of purposely try to get in the background of their pictures. <laughs> <laughs> not not my friend who was getting married and stuff, but our, it's me and some other buddies. Yeah, yeah. It's like like piss off. Okay, all right. Plus, it it, it doesn't help that my buddy rented out the rose garden and then have a photographer there, only to be also interrupted interrupted by other people in the background.
0: Oh yeah, that's true. That kind of
1: sucks. Because it did happen a lot. Yeah. Yeah um and it got to a point where another group tried to come in and then my one of our friends actually went up told everybody to leave because this place is rented out they started leaving and next you know he just became a he like this dude legit became a trooper and he literally just stood in front of the whole the front gate of the rose garden as a bodyguard
0: (laughs) so he became the bouncer pretty much okay all right legit
1: standing in the heat just waiting for people. And yeah, he told us that sure enough, a few groups came up and they were getting agitated with him. But uh, just out of coincidence, an actual Riverside wor- city Riverside worker came over. I'm pretty sure maybe just to check in because the place was rented out. and Maybe they know that Quinceanera groups are always trying to get into. Yeah. And he t- and that per- and that worker actually told the- everybody, he's like, yeah, this place is rented out and you guys can't be in here. So that was interesting. The first group that I mentioned, though, that actually got in, like, um, I remember the, the main kids in the other of the girl was just trying to take her pictures while her male escorts were in the back, and they they were kind of close to us, and, like, they were, like, some of the kids were just being stupid and just giving me dirty looks, and I just looked at them like, like, the fuck do you want, and then they just turned around all scared and shit. The drums, Manny, the drums. Yeah. All right. And then after that, we just went to Michigan just come to have our dinner service and everything, and really good food. And I know this friend that got married. He actually is a very lis- a very good listener to our podcast. So he will probably hear this. But congratulations on your marriage!
0: Absolutely, congratulations. I don't think I've met this one from what you told me.
1: I want to say you did, but I honestly I don't think so. Okay. No, if, you no.
0: Yeah, and. I usually am okay with remembering who I meet but I don't think I met him maybe once at a larger event but I I don't distinctly remember.
1: He was one of our one of our family parties that we had at my house when you came over at one point. Um I think it was my birthday when we had that that mixed celebration with my birthday and some other event. He was but uh sure. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you barely remember him because most because mostly everybody mostly everybody that Remembers what happened that day. it was just me getting pissed drunk off whiskey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was
0: that the one where you passed out by like nine? Yes. I think you just disappeared. Never. Where the
1: fuck did he go? Was not that I disappeared. <laughs> they actually dragged me to my room because I was just gone. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what three bottles of whiskey does to you. Uh, yeah, that'll do it to you. <laughs> that'll do it to you. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. How was your weekend?
0: Um, it was good did a lot of dog training. <laughs> As usual. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's become a second hobby and uh like low-key kind of a side hustle. Um I needed some parts for my air conditioner and I actually got to barter off some uh dog training lessons. Oh. Yeah, like $400 worth.
1: Nice. Yeah, so it kind
0: of works out. And then um you know, uh I don't talk about it on here very often but my dad did ship out some dogs from Arkansas a while back ago mm-hmm. uh because he sold two of
1: them and did yeah he okay. sold
0: he sold two of them out here and he wanted to you know because there's so much more like his following is bigger out here since he's originally from here yeah um he wanted to ship out a couple extra puppies in case there was anybody else that wanted some okay this way he kind of saves on shipping rather than shipping one at a time as they sell. Yeah. Because, you know, obviously that like, starts getting really expensive. So he shipped out some extra ones. And uh, anybody that follows my personal account saw that I kind of posted one of them that I was taking care of. Fostering, basically. Uh, I still have her. <laughs> but the other two found homes now. That's good. Yeah, yeah. One of them already picked up. Uh, the other one left their deposit, and they're picking our picking her up on Saturday. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like uh, counting down the days on whether I'm gonna keep this one or not. <laughs> the day of reckoning. Yeah, we'll see. the The dog's super, super fucking smart. I've I've already got some foundation training on it. And part of me wants to keep her, but. I probably shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) This man. Yeah, we'll 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 see what happens. But uh, yeah, that that's my weekend was dogs.
1: (laughs) Not bad, not bad. Yeah, but all right, Manny. Let's roll into some headlines. What do we got, bud? All righty. So we finally had the PlayStation Showcase event that happened last week. Yes. And we finally got a gl. We actually got a glimpse of everything they have announced for upcoming games for Sony products, which in terms are PlayStation 4 and 5. And our first one on the list that we saw was Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake. This was a very old game, and it blew everybody's mind once they heard that there was going to be a remake. Because I think the game trailer, or the the game cinematic trailer that it came out with, was just like, if I'm trying to I know I'm probably I know I'm probably going to push some buns on this but I think if if I know what I'm th- or if I know what I'm talking about for this game and I'm, and I'm talking about the right one the cinematic trailer actually looked like much better than some of the scenes in Star Wars the movies.
0: Okay. I mean, I I can see that obviously the Star Wars movies are getting dated. Yeah. At least, the you know, obviously the older ones that the game's more referencing. Yes. So I, I could absolutely see that for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people, especially, we all know how hardcore, like, Star Wars fans are, so everybody's going to be excited for that one.
0: Yeah, you know, it seems like a lot of the nerd fandoms have always have, like, a little pocket of these hardcores that are just too much sometimes. Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> I do remember, like, seeing, like, Just old videos like people would just like bring up uh, out of nowhere and stuff where you would show Star Wars fans lined up in like blocks, lines that uh, take up blocks in the streets just to wait for the movie theater just so they can get in to watch the new Star Wars movie. And then, you know, you would just see random people just dressed up as Battlestar Galactica coming up and stuff. (laughs) Or Turf Wars. Yeah, pretty much Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) And then there was that other movie. I'm trying. to think can't Star think Trek. It. Star Trek. There you go. You know, I'm. I'm surprised
0: you'd miss that one. <laughs> I ne.
1: I never paid attention to that series. Okay. All right. So that that's pretty much why. Got it. Got it. And I remember like they would. Yeah. Basically, so what you, you just can't say- do the hand thing.
0: You can do the hand thing. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't pay attention to the actual series
1: or or actually watch it or anything. All right. But I know. I remember like just like I you said right now, turf wars and everything. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah, and and you know they've done a pretty good job with the games. Honestly, I remember uh, I got stuck on uh the Force Awakens. Okay, Force Awakens. Okay, yes. I got stuck on those two. Really, was really good. two was weird. It was, but I just love the the gameplay style, mm. the kind of unique story to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I really really love those games.
1: Okay, my personally my favorite was Battle Star uh or no Battlefront the The new one they came out with, not two. This one came out a while back uh, for the PS4, but I did enjoy that one and everything. I think I let I think I let my sister play it, and like she was like never played any games, shooting games or anything, no video game history whatsoever, and she was outranking me and everything. <laughs> <laughs> like I remember, I had like a, I think it was like an eighty-five kill streak on my on one round, uh, one one round that I played in Battlefront and then she just came out of nowhere like close to 200 I was like like the fuck dang I was like play for me upgrade like up my rank go for it go for it keep playing keep playing get me that rank up please
0: you don't know but in her closet she has like a her own fucking rig and headphones (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: that reminds me that would like that would remind me of I think I think if I remember his name is Mindy from uh, Drake and Josh Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She would have yeah. those, like those secret buns. that would like change the layout of her room and have like gadgets and TV monitors and shit. Yes, yes, just yes. just like that, huh? Pretty much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> While you're frustrated getting murked,
1: she's giggling because it's her. <laughs> <laughs> this it man. Um, there is a meme though that I guess they're coming out with like, or I'm pretty sure they already did come out with it. I haven't kept, I haven't like kept tabs on it, but they were gonna do like a VR a uh, game for Star Wars where you can live re- relive your like most memorable moments in the movie series or anything. And the meme is like when Anakin goes to kill the younglings at the Jedi temple. <laughs> I was like, bro. All
0: right. I mean, the meme culture is always going to be there. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. It's always going to edge on the dark side.
1: It is. It is. Next game we have up is Wolverine. Okay. X-Men. Yeah. So, this is interesting to me because I've always been a really big fan of Wolverine. But, like, yeah, we've seen all the movies. Like, he's always had his own standalone movies. And sometimes, and then also his movies with the X Men. And then also we have, but in comparison, like, we have Spider Man. He has his own standalone movies, his collaboration movies with other superheroes. And he always has his lineup of video games. So, this has piqued the interest of a lot of people waiting to see if Wolverine would ever get his own video game as well
0: you know i never really thought of that but you are yeah you're right you're absolutely right right yeah he's had his own movie series and everything he's you know when you think of the x-men he's probably one of the most pivotal characters everybody kind of revolves around you know he really is so yeah yeah that's interesting the only thing is that there's not a ton of like superhero movies, especially on the Marvel side, that does super well. Minus Spider-Man because of its unique dynamic of like, you know, when it first came out. Like I'm talking about PlayStation. PlayStation Two, wasn't it?
1: PlayStation One.
0: PlayStation One, where they introduced the first like web slinging from buildings dynamic.
1: I have the vi- I have the game. And the you PS- have the game. I okay. The game. So like when that I want to bring it over one day. Huh? I want to bring it over one day. Yes, <laughs>
0: but it's like that dynamic is what hooked everybody on the oh, Spider-Man I... games, and honestly, I think that's what really brought that franchise out and made it as popular as it is.
1: And then also with uh, the Spider-Man game for the GameCube to similar similar setup and everything, web slinging through buildings and stuff, and overall that was a really good game too.
0: Yeah, and that's what kind of separated it. I'm curious how they're gonna market this to make it successful. Because there's not a movie coming out right now, right?
1: No. Yeah, so there's no as we movie know, hype to kind of... As we know right now, after the latest movie, Logan, Wolverine is dead in canon.
0: Yes. So that's what I mean. There's no, like, recent movie to kind of, like, latch itself to and help propulse it up, you know? Mm-hmm. There's not a unique, at least that I can think of, a really unique game gimmick, like the mm-hmm. web slinging from the buildings that's going to draw people in so maybe a really good story who knows I, i'd be interested to see and, yeah I'm, i would be
1: more interested to see if they can create a brand new story that will entice us more than just a like a, a retrace from the movies
0: yeah 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 no that this definitely piques my interest just i'm just curious to see how well it's actually gonna do though
1: definitely and speaking of Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 was announced. Of course. <laughs> Spider-Man 1 for the PS4, not Spider-Man 1 from like the back OG days and everything.
0: Yeah, eventually that's going to get really annoying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Spider-Man and then we all, and so the t- current timeline for these games in particular for the next-gen consoles was Spider-Man, then Spider-Man, Miles Morales, and then now we have Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man, the just just in general for the Spider-Man game was a masterpiece in my opinion. Okay. Combat, di- uh, dyna- uh, traveling dynamics, everything story-wise, like legit at the end of the game, I cried. Oh, I got you. It got me everywhere to Spider-Man fighting Doc Ock, which he thought of him as like his hero, his icon, his role model to everything to Aunt May dying and him choosing to give her the cure or give it to medical researchers to create a cure for the whole city and Aunt May saying no, don't give it to me. Well and he's trying to give it to her while in the Spider Man suit. Yeah. But then you see, then you see Aunt May's like, No, I wanna see my nephew. I was like, well let me go get him No. I wanna see my nephew. So basically she already knew he was Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. And just all those moments were just like super just like killing me inside emotion and everything. um, Spider-Man Miles uh, Miles Morales. I have not got the chance to play it. Um, I am lagging on it. I know I've heard it's a very phenomenal game as well. So I'm going to probably try to get around it soon. Now that we have a confirmation for this game coming out. But we might not see it come out for until 2023. Oof. Okay. Yeah. So, but I am, and there's a possibility we might see venom in there. Nice. <laughs> venom. Venom has actually been the pinnacle, also, for villains in the Spider-Man verse. Anti-hero or just villain?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He has. Definitely has.
1: Yes. So I'm excited for that, and I'm gonna try my best to get around Miles Morales' game.
0: Sweet.
1: And then the next game is probably the game. One of the main reasons. The only reason. Or the main reason why i want to get the ps5 is god of war ragnarok Ooh. so i am super excited the the latest god of war game they came out with where they finally introduced kratos after so long after since like ps3 days the old ps3 days of seeing kratos again and we thought he was de- he was dead after that ge- uh, god of war 3 ended so now we get to see Kratos actually came back and is now in the region or in the area of Norse mythology. So he
0: didn't have a release in PS4?
1: Yes. It is the new God of War game, which now we see for him being like in Norse mythology.
0: Okay. Okay. This one right now. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I actually have the game. I bought the collector's edition, so it gave me like a giant Kratos figure and everything. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited for that because at the very end of the game, there is a secret ending where you go back to your house with your son, take a nap, and next thing you're waking up by Thor knocking at your door ready to kill you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. Now we have a continuation sequel from that game, uh, which came out for the PS4 and is now God of War Ragnarok. The game did show, the uh, Sony did give a teaser for this game back at E3. But it was just a teaser of just like a snake making the um, what's that the omega symbol, Mm -hmm. the omega symbol, and just dialogue from Kratos, and that's about it. And now they finally gave us an actual trailer showing us gameplay, what the story could be about, and everything, how it's going to go about combat, everything. So it's it's looking so good. I'm super excited for it.
0: Sweet, yeah. God of War is one of those I. Again, I haven't bought... I never bought the PS4. Mm-hmm. I ended up going Xbox. But the God of War Still series... Still a good choice,
1: though. What's that? Still a good choice if you got the Xbox, honestly. Yeah. I don't believe in the whole console wars bullshit, honestly.
0: Yeah, I mean... um, But uh, at least as far as when I had the PS3, God of War was, like, one of my favorite series. Mm-hmm. God of War and Metal Gear Solid. Yes. Like, those, those for me were, like, the two of my... F- favorite favorite series to play
1: i remember my mom would my mom would always come in and walk in on me playing because honestly god of war was like my shit like throughout my fucking childhood ps2 days everything to the ps3 to the ps4 um and there's been numerous times where my mom was even, my mom actually walked in on like the areas where you meet the girls in bed and everything <laughs>
0: <laughs> dude i used to have it on my psp that was A, like almost oh stuck yes. on that thing yes <laughs>
1: I know exactly which games you're talking about. You're talking about Ascension, uh, Ascension or, damn it, was it Ghost of Sparta?
0: Ghost of Sparta, I think, was yeah. the one I had, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, funny story, though, when I was in high school still, in my sophomore year, we took a world history class, and we got to Greek mythology at one point. And next thing you know, we decided to have a whole Jeopardy game. And I kid you not. I, w- I singly, singly handedly won. Single-handedly. Single-handedly <laughs> dominated throughout the whole game. And at the end, of it, I was like, like Manny, like, what, how the fuck do you know all this Greek mythology shit? It's like, God of War. <laughs> 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 I legit got like death stares from everybody. <laughs> Fucking nerd. <laughs> it got me extra credit. Fuck up. Hey, them. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh another game that's coming out is T- uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I didn't pay attention to this announcement, but from like a little bit glimpses, it actually looked like a fun game, so I might check it out later on. Just check more into it, see how it is. Alright. Uh we got Project Eve. Uh didn't check to see that one. It looked it was just basically um a girl in the uh, girl game character just making her way through a subway in a like a post apocalyptic setting and everything. Okay. And then we have a new game, Uh, pretty much is oh, th- wow, this is interesting. I thought this was actually a new game, but when they announced something about Uncharted, but I guess it's not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, new Rainbow Six game called Extraction, so that's going to be interesting. I've never played the Ray- Rainbow Six games, but I've heard they've been really good.
0: Um, I've played them. They're good. They're good? Yeah, they're good. I like them. I
1: never got the chance, honestly. I, I always think like those games are kind of like similar to Call of Duty, so I never bother. Um, in my opinion, like that's that's my perspective because I never tried it.
0: Yeah, a little
1: bit different, but bit different. they're good. Okay, we got Forespoken. Spoken, kind of looks like 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 a magic fantasy game and everything. Pretty interesting. Doesn't really give me a detail of what like what the conflict in the game like when they show the trailer, but it looked interesting and fun actually. All right, and then we have Alan Wake. Uh, it kind of looks like a remake from an older game, I guess. I'm not too sure. I've never heard of it. A lot of the people were, I saw people hyped. And what's the one game that is constantly always coming out every console that comes up? Gran Turismo. No.
0: Every console or are we only every PlayStation console?
1: Every console. And no new... Grand Theft Auto
2: Five. <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because every console, yeah, it's gonna be Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. So
1: Grand Theft Auto Five for next gen debuted was delayed, but they're bringing, they're delaying it to March twenty two for the next gen consoles.
0: Jeez, they're really milking. That they're
1: really one. milking it because they were giving a bunch of teasers. Rockstar was giving so many good teasers. That were are hyping up people thinking, oh my God, uh, a Grand Theft Auto six game and everything. So next thing you know, once they finally announce, oh, it's Grand Theft Auto five again. So,
0: uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I don't know how I feel about that one.
1: Yeah, n- n- no one's feeling it. No one's feeling it, in my opinion, because I'm not feeling it. That's for sure. Because
0: well, I mean, are they doing it kind of like Elder Scrolls, where they're expanding on the
1: story and expanding on the world constantly, or no? I mean, I've played it on the PS3, I've played it on the PS4, there was no difference. So who knows what the PS5 is going to be. Yeah, yeah. And Xbox and PC again.
0: I mean, it's got to be working for them. They got to still have the sales somehow, right? I mean, there's
1: the online mode and everything.
0: Yeah, but remember we did that story that they're kind of doing that as uh, two separates now? Oh yeah, that's true. So they're kind of splitting that into two. So if they're still making the 5 as a standalone, then... It's got to be doing something for the revenue for sure.
1: Well, hopefully they do expand on it.
0: Yeah. I would allow it if they were doing expansions on the world, expansions on the story Mm -hmm. and, you know,
1: campaign and
0: everything, you know? Definitely. All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then the next game is uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. This one caught my interest because it looked like a very interesting game where you're a character that's fighting off... What looks to be terrorists, but like paranormal in a way, too. Where we see it's it, the setting is in Tokyo, in Japan, uh-huh. but we see like certain, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Apparitions or certain folktales and like certain, um, so legends in paranormal activity for Japan showing up to fight you.
0: Okay. So, can you describe these paranormal terrorists without getting canceled?
2: Not really. I'm still trying to. <laughs> I'm just with. I know. I know.
1: <laughs> but taking it seriously on that question, like I'm still trying to understand the the trailer that I saw and everything.
0: Okay, so it was a very unique sci-fi.
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. So interesting though, but I'm, I'm i might be interested on in checking it out because Japan, Tokyo, um, Yakuza games. I love those games and everything. So it'd be just interesting to see how those games gonna look. Got it. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy. They're coming out with a game too. That might be interesting. I'll probably have to check that out later. Ready for the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. They better live up to it. <laughs> they better do it. The soundtrack is awesome, so they better live up to it. And then we have the, the next game is a Kid and Menchia Exhibition. So this one looks actually really interesting. Um, there's maybe the possibility of like... the tra- I mean, the trailer just showed like a dark hallway with like red lighting. Like instead of like the white light at the end of the tunnel, it's red light at the end of the tunnel with the monolith. Glowing, and then we just see j- caveman drawing style like demons or maybe ghost or who knows maybe aliens. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that's gonna play out. All right, we have Gran Turismo. Yes, <laughs> I know you've been waiting for me to announce that one.
0: I have been waiting for that. <sighs> that's, the, that's the game that that'll end up pulling me in. That that's the game that'll end up pulling me into buying the system. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it th- it looks amazing.
1: I know. I've been seeing you on your, like, PC just looking it up, and honestly, I'm impressed at how good it looks.
0: Yeah, it looks great, and uh, I don't know if you ever saw the old trailer, or old trailer, but... You did show it to me back then. The earlier trailer. Yeah, you did show it to me yeah, back th- then. Yeah, this was a couple months ago, mm-hmm. uh, back in June Yeah, of last year. This was, like, June of last year, sh- just a little bit after we started the podcast. I think we actually covered it. We did. And they kind of showed a little bit of, like, the home screen and a little, you know, a little bit of a teaser into the track driving, right? And I I don't know. It looks, I don't know if the the new video they released, the new trailer teaser, right, mm-hmm. that they released just uh, this month, it looks even better, Manny. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, they improved. They They did. Even just from that, just from the first one I saw to the second, it looks better.
1: Just like the the new Dead Space remake game, like, honestly, I'm just super impressed, like, the difference in everything, honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, the new trailer, they kind of have this, uh, you know, Grand Trismo has always been really good at presenting the nice aesthetic for the game. Mm-hmm. So they kind of did their little slow motion stuff, the internal combustion, the pistons, and classical music in the background. Like, I'm digging it. <laughs> You're, like, giggity. But even like the graphics, the way it looks compared to the first trailer they released uh, last year, it looks better, manny. It looks way better. It's not coming out till March 2022, but if I'm gonna get pulled pulled back in and end up buying a PS5, it's gonna be this game that pulls me in.
1: It's on PS4 as well, no?
0: Yeah, but if um, it's not I mean, gonna be till next year, I might as well just get it on the PS5.
1: Might as well, honestly.
0: You know, as long as they're not still being scalped like crazy, yeah. <laughs> that, then it end up being like my truck, and I'll just end up watching the PS Five market forever, <laughs> <laughs> and bitching about the, the overprices on it. Since I'm kind of feeling that right now with the truck market. <laughs> nice, nice. Oh yeah, super fun. But uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited for it. I. I cannot wait to get it. I'm going to end up buying it. Yeah, I'm going to end up buying it. <laughs>
1: not bad, not bad.
0: What else we have, Manny?
1: And then we have Blood Hunt. So it's like a universe for like vampire masquerade style and everything. So this one's going to be interesting. It kind of didn't catch my attention because it looks kind of, I don't know. When I think of vampires, I think like old time settings. And this one's just like modern day.
0: Okay. So like a twist on it?
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: did you ever watch... This is an old, old fucking movie. I think it was called Daybreak. Oh, I thought you were going to
1: say Twilight. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I think
0: Daybreak, no. Daybreak. It kind of had an interesting twist on, like, I guess, a modern society where vampires kind of took over. And they kind of have, like, a human farm mm-hmm. where they use to farm blood. And they even have, like, like a Starbucks where they inject blood where, you know vampires can go get their morning blood coffee and shit star blood star blood and there was even like uh like cars so like this you know home garage builder would like build a car and block out all the windows and just set up cameras so he can drive during the day and not have to worry about speed limits and shit (laughs) or about the sun well yeah that's why he blocked out all the windows and everything just had cameras and he would drive his car out it was a really shitty movie, but <laughs> but it was, like, an interesting modern concept on it.
1: And I would say, personally, my favorite movie when it comes to vampires in a modern setting which would have to be, like, the Underworld series.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, I can see that.
1: Because they didn't really show too much of, like, the modern society. They were still, like, in these old buildings and everything, these old...
0: They did keep more of a traditional route. Yeah, so yeah.
1: that's what... Kind of gave me my liking to it, honestly.
0: Yeah, I, I like the like that daybreak movie I was I like the concept how they created this whole society and world,
1: <laughs> but the movie did suck. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's pretty much it at the moment for what Sony has released in their showcase. Very cool. And then we do have a short announcement for anime right now. Fairy Tale, as we know, the manga completed. And so did the anime. And with a few movies, too. But we also learned that late, earlier, a few years ago, the creator did come off with a sequel manga, uh, manga called Fairy Tale 100 Year Quest. And I got a glimpse at it. I didn't quite complete it. But it looked really good. And now it's getting an anime. Is that the one on Netflix? No, this is a brand new announcement.
0: Okay. I don't know if you saw if you saw that other anime where it looks like some kind of spin off of fairy Tales.
1: So you're you're probably talking about Eden Zero.
0: Maybe. It yeah. has Happy and like uh Plue. I, I don't the
1: know. The white I character just saw with the, thumb like the thumbnail nose. I just
0: saw the thumbnail. I haven't watched any of the episode. I just saw Happy and I saw what looked like Lucy, but they called her Rebecca. Yeah. That <laughs> that
1: would be that would be Eden Zero.
0: Eden Zero, okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so that that does have to do with uh, the fairy tale universe. I haven't got it. I haven't got a chance to actually take a look into it. See, like, see how it correlates directly.
0: Okay, that's actually what I was gonna ask you about of how it connects to the original lore. Mm-hmm. But I haven't got the chance to. But okay. I'll, I'll
1: probably do it like maybe soon. Honestly.
0: Okay. Or if anybody listening has some expertise on the fairy tale lore, send mm-hmm. us an email or a message on IG.
1: Definitely. And so. The creator did come off with a sequel to the manga Fairy Tale, calling it Fairy Tale Hunting Your Quest. And I think that was like back in 2018, maybe 2019, when he did that. And it just announced that they're going to be doing an anime adaptation for it. Okay. So I'll be really excited for that to see because I really enjoyed the Fairy Tale series. Um, I didn't complete the, the anime, honestly, but I read the entire manga until it finished. Oh, wow. Okay. Because. Because of, like, how they kept, like, canceling the anime and then bringing it back because people were pissed and shit. And then it just get canceled again and then people get pissed and they bring it back and everything. And then if you look on Crunchyroll, there's a huge gap in episodes that are missing. Really? I think, like, you can get, like, to episode something something and then, you know, episode 300 something. Like, it's it's just a huge gap of what's, like, like what the fuck happened here?
0: Is the gap on Funimation? <laughs> Ah, uh, I wouldn't doubt it, maybe. Yeah, it's going to be one of those that's going to bother you. <laughs> God damn it.
1: But yeah. yeah. All right. Cool, cool, cool. I don't all know right. what else to say now that you just said that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brought down your mood a little bit? Kind of. Kind of. It's, it's all right. It's all the Sony family now. It's all the Sony family now. <laughs> all uh, right, yeah.
1: Manny, what do we got on the board? And then we did get a glimpse at the new WRX.
0: Yes. Okay. So now we're getting into the car headlines. First impressions, Manny. <laughs> what did you think they improved or did they uh, take a step backwards?
1: I feel like this. I feel like they went backwards.
0: You think so? I think so. I think they were trying to be like my wagon.
1: That's what I was gonna say. Honestly, <laughs> like, why the f- I couldn't tell if it was trying to get like a look like a Prius or a wagon.
0: Yeah. No. It well i said that because of the cladding Mm. so the cladding is kind and i get it i really do i get it that subaru is kind of like that rally the off-road you know what i mean but let's be real the wrx is not the car for that at least in the u.s market like that you know what i mean yeah and i'm sure outside of california there are people who buy it specifically for the snow and whatnot right But as we've known it to be kind of a performance car, that cladding is not it, man. (laughs) (laughs) It looks like, literally, it looks like it copped my station wagon.
1: (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't doubt if, like, people just trim them off and just make a wide body kit at that point. Oh, they're
0: gonna declad those. Yeah. They're 100% gonna declad those. I cannot wait to see the stories of people decladding them only to find out that they fucking probably put it on there with some fucked up glue and they'll have to repaint it
1: yeah <laughs> well i'm just saying that because uh um, you know what the other you know what would it be funny what's that if super sent out a statement if you remove the cladding you void the warranty <laughs> <laughs> well
0: i say that because a ton of people do that with the wagon i have mm. they declad it because honestly it does look better decladded but it's weird because half of the people pulling them off are realizing that if their particular cladding wasn't sealing to the body tight and even all the way around, they did have some, like, very, very strong glue that took paint with it.
2: Ooh.
0: Yeah. There were some people who were successful to declad the whole thing and were able to get kind of one of those, like, uh, uh, what is it, like the uh, rubber pieces you put on a on your drill motor? And they kind of just, you can kind of like slap off like adhesive from oh, your paint without yes, damaging yes, yes, it, you yes, know? Yes. So a lot of people were able That's to just kind a, of like.
1: Yeah, that was just, those are just things like to take off like a excess, like uh Excess adhesive. Yeah, excess adhesive.
0: Yeah. So a lot of people were successful and had it clean all the way around. Other people, I guess, somewhere along the assembly line, they had some issues getting that cladding on just right. And they had some extra cement glue in there. And, and there it, goes the paint. And there goes the paint. That's right. <laughs> so, I mean, that's just asking to get your vape machine clapped out. like so. <laughs> Vape machine? Declad I, and get clapped.
1: I can already see Leo doing this. Oh, no.
0: No, he'll add them on there. He'll add the cladding on there. <laughs>
1: but he'll clap it out, too. Oh, shit.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, the the... Latest generation, I wasn't a big fan about. I felt like they went kind of boring with it for a car that you know always kind of had a little bit of a wild streak in it. You know, mm. it looked kind of boring, and then just had like a wild wing, and it was kind of like just doesn't go. You know, and i I really don't think they improved it. And uh, what about the horsepower numbers? What are we looking at? Uh, we're looking at a whopping, I think it was. Three or six horsepower jump? You're quiet. Yes, that's... <laughs> Wait, what? Basically, they really didn't change much on the horsepower at all.
1: So what is it then?
0: Um, Redesign body, the slight horsepower jump, and um, a displacement up, which is a good thing. Okay, but like, what's the
1: actual horsepower Oh, no, uh, on spec?
0: 271.
1: 271, uh, I guess...
0: I mean, for something with an all-wheel drive system that's
1: notoriously heavy. And with a car that has such a timeline of, like, like I'm trying to get the word, honestly. Like a timeline of, like... like Bad head gaskets? That, that too. <laughs> but, like, how, like, famous that car is, honestly. Okay. Like you, you would expect it to, like, have, like, maybe a horsepower jump, honestly. Maybe. Something a little bit more better.
0: Yeah, well, it, it's just kind of like... Uh, It's kind of edging towards where it's trying to class itself. Mm. So does this mean that they're not going to class the STI super high? Maybe they don't want it to get too close to the STI when they release it.
1: Okay, I see what you mean now.
0: So obviously if they kick it up to, you know, RS, focus RS numbers, they do like 350, right? Right. But the STI was only going to come out with 380. It's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like they're not going to want to pay the extra for the STI. Okay,
2: okay.
0: Which kind of makes me sad because it would have been nice to see the STI get into the 4s factory. Mm. But um, another thing that they're coming out with is going to be a CVT transmission. A CVT transmission? Yes, which is... Su- I mean, maybe they have some better reinforcements on there but cvt CVT transmissions really don't have a great reputation in performance cars
1: yeah that's why i'm being puzzled right now
0: yeah they're very smooth right they're very very smooth but they don't have a great reputation for performance cars i know with and again i'm not super versed with the newer cars like this but i know with the new honda civics that have the cvt's As soon as you make, I think, an extra 40, 50 horsepower, they snap their band. Ooh, yeah. Like, it's not even a significant amount of horsepower you have to make extra on those automatics. And that's it. You already broke it. Damn. Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully they have some kind of reinforcements. There are better automatic transmission options out there. Why they chose this one, I don't know. Maybe it's a budget choice. Maybe they have some way to actually reinforce it. But uh, other than that, there are some other features. Like they have active dampers, um, obviously new LED headlights and different things like that, right? A little bit less important, especially for you know us who, if we had one of these, would end up modding it anyways. Yeah. But at least they're thinking about it a little bit with the active dampers. I'm not sure exactly how stiff they honestly are because one of the pictures I found, boy, the body roll. <laughs> 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 like, it had some pretty mean body roll on it. So, uh, who knows? I'm uh, Maybe just hold our breath a little bit for the STI. Okay. I'd say because this, this one ain't it for sure.
1: Nice. So, you know how, like, Mr. Mitches has a... WRX, correct. Yes, it actually has an STI motor in it. Okay, it's swapped.
0: Is it? Yeah. Are you
1: being sarcastic or <laughs> no? I'm being oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he he didn't even know about it until like re well, not recent recent, but like it it puzzled him when he found out about it.
0: Interesting. Okay. Maybe less of a head gasket problem. <laughs> Who knows. His cel- his he his thought for the like,
1: for six months, he thought his celica had a he had a gasket problem when all it was was just the band oh shoot <laughs> <laughs> no I think so he, he was about to like that. do an overhaul like on the head gasket and everything when it was just the band <laughs> yikes, all righty, well with that, Manny, what's our next one? All righty, so we do have something interesting about like truck drivers in general. And in particular to 18-year-olds to 21.
0: Yes. So this is another pilot program coming across from uh, our transportation. DOT. Yes. So I actually didn't know this, but in order to do uh, commerce 18-wheelers across state lines, you actually need to be 21 or older. Yes. I did not know that. As far as 18 and over, you can only do it in like 49 states. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, with the new push for the infrastructure bill with the labor shortage going on right now, they're thinking about making a pilot program to allow 18-year-olds to start doing interstate, you know, across state lines, commerce trucking. Mm-hmm. Which I guess the whole, the whole thing about it was like trusting 18 year olds <laughs> behind the wheel of something that could potentially kill a lot of people.
1: Uh, It just depends on who is this 18 year old, honestly, because I've seen some, there's a labor shortage, man. It can be any 18 year old right now. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to be optimistic for the trucking industry. Oh, okay. <laughs> no,
0: well, there is a precedent that um, military commercial drivers do have their own program. That allows 18- to 20-year-olds to do interstate line trucking. Mm-hmm. But obviously, an 18-year-old that joined the military has a different level of discipline and responsibility stuck in their head than an 18-year-old that's going to be like, how much are you going to pay me?
2: Fuck yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then once he sees what the work is, he's like, fuck. Well, that's the thing, though. When you're 18...
0: How many fucks do you really give? True, true. You know what I mean? Like, they're just going to see the dollar signs of, of the type of money they can make doing this. Now,
1: how are these pilot programs going to work? Does it say anything about it? It doesn't yet.
0: It looks like they're trying to um, kind of so, settle out the rules. And they're going to have stricter rules for the younger they are. And they're going to have re- more reduced times they're allowed on the road. Okay. So they're not going to have they're not going to be working straight up at the same parameters as the full-fledged drivers. Do you happen to
1: know what the full parameters of a full-fledged driver are? I actually do not. So, it's 10 hours of driving per day and 70 hours per week in total. Once you reach the 70 hours, you have to take about 30 hour 30 hours of rest. Okay. So if your 70 hours are up and you're halfway across the country away from home and your uh, your hours are up, you will legit have to wait for your, th- your uh what's the, God damn it having I mean brain farts on all these words. Your cool down time. <laughs> yeah. Your cool down time, I think, is around 30 hours before you can start hitting the road again.
0: Okay. All right. So, it seems like uh the rest- they are going to have restrictions on how long they're allowed on the road. Mm-hmm. They're going to have restrictions on what types of loads they can carry. Yes, because that is also a big issue. Yeah, so they can't do any passengers. Yes. And they can't do any toxic waste.
1: That would be hazmat. Yeah, that is a a whole completely different area.
0: And on top of that, uh, they do have a a program they have to
1: complete before doing it. Okay, so it it only says passenger and hazmat?
0: Uh, At least as far as this right now, yes.
1: Because I'm going to tell you right now cuz I started my own trucking company and when I was doing when I was doing my searching for um insurance quotes for for trucking insurance the biggest question that every trucking insurance broker uh, kept giving me will you also be doing seafood seafood yes why is that because seafood we all know is expensive yeah and so since it's expensive, it could also it's also very delicate in terms of making sure it's at the right temperature within the refrigerated trailers. If anything goes wrong, the whole load goes wrong. And that's just lots and hundreds and thousands of dollars wasted right there.
0: Yeah, but I mean that's a little bit different from the focus aspect I know. of this is more along safety.
1: I'm, j- I'm just, I'm just curious to know. It's like, are they going to include? See, are they going to include to allow them how, handle seafood loads as well?
0: Well, again, that's not really regards to safety. That's more of an industry question. Mm. So the industry regarding that seafood is going to have to make their own calls on whether they want to hire True. these drivers. So, the regulations they can put on is more for safety. They can't say, "Hey, you're too risky for this business. You can't." Yeah. hire them like that's not really the government's choice it's just safety regulations yeah um but it looks like uh the part of the act that they're trying to push through is that uh these young drivers these young truck drivers are gonna be well again this is just a proposal pilot they're trying to push through right now and it's basically they're gonna fit automated emergency braking Forward-facing dash cams, and sixty-five mile an hour speed limits.
1: Yeah, so they would be putting like governors on the on the trucks.
0: Yes, yes, yes. So they're gonna have a bunch more restrictions on there, and you know the article kind of goes on to talk about like the rates of fatal crashes from that age group versus twenty-one and over, mm-hmm. and it's, it's quite a difference.
1: <laughs> what, what I'm actually interested is because um, with how to get uh, well, you can get your Class A license without having to trucking school if you're just gonna if you're thinking about just doing things on your own. Uh, most people just go through actually trucking school, and basically those trucking schools will get you like introductions to companies are ready to get you hired soon once you get your Class A license or or your Class B, depending on what you're gonna be doing with your license. Yeah, and what types of vehicles you're gonna be driving. So. What I'm curious now with this whole program that they're doing now is what? if they're going to be doing this pilot program for 18 year old to 21 year olds, 20. Is that, or 20, does that mean, like, this is just curiosity. I'm not actually asking a real question. Like, does this mean that they're going to be having programs like trucking school education for people that want to apply maybe when they're 16, 17, and then once they turn 18 and get, them, get their license, they can start on that pilot program maybe? So it seems
0: like uh the preliminaries is going to be that they have to have a regular license first for over a year. So that means they would have to have got their license at like 16 or exactly. 17, right? <clears throat> On top of that, they got to complete uh two probationary periods, one at 120 hours and the other at 280 hours under an apprenticeship program set up by the employer.
1: Okay. Okay. So there's, there's probably
0: some kind of incentive program, right, from from the government that's going to give the employer, here's some money incentive to allow for training to help you get a workforce, right? Because mm-hmm. that's the work shortage kind of thing, and that's where this whole thing is stemming from. So it, it looks like there is something, a part of that, where they're going to have an apprenticeship. Now, whether this pr- apprenticeship is, hey, solo run these short trips First, (laughs) or they put somebody with them and they do long rigs with some sort of journeyman, senior truck driver watching them. You know what I mean?
1: No, they would have to have somebody watching them.
0: That's what I'd imagine for an apprenticeship. I can
1: never see the program doing it solo, having them do solo.
0: Yeah. So apprenticeship to me is usually under a supervision of some, a senior of some sort. Exactly. So that looks like they kind of have that started going, which is interesting i guess i mean uh, i don't i don't really know exactly what that's going to do for the industry itself i'm hoping it's not a move to push wages down to you know you figure you you attract in younger workers and then you push wages down because they'll work for less
1: it might happen uh... which i'm
0: hoping it really doesn't do i love the idea of you're an adult you should be able to do you know a job that you want as an adult it, it shouldn't really matter but I would hate for this to be a move to try to lower wages for our truck drivers.
1: It might happen. Um, here's an example. I don't know how good it would actually compare to it. But like since I when I started my trucking company and everything and I had my own drivers and trucks. Um, one of the biggest reasons we couldn't go further with our company was because the trucking industry was just so oversaturated with. uh, uh Owner-operators, that's the term for people that own their own trucks and haul their uh, haul loads for other companies and stuff. Because they make more money that way. Yeah. Yeah. So when, especially here in California, th- with how oversaturated it is, brokers and dispatchers are taking advantage of that and just lowering the rates of, like, how much they're going to pay the drivers to pick up and drill over the load while they get more commission bonus out of it. And what happens, like, with so many drivers of it already available – Whoever's going to take it is going to take it. Yeah. And sometimes it's not even worth it. Yeah,
0: I can see that. I can definitely see that. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Well, at least as far as this, it looks like these are obviously not owner-operators. These are employees, yeah,
1: right? Yeah, I was just giving an example.
0: Yeah, yeah. So hopefully, at least as far as this part of the industry goes, hopefully they're Teamsters and the union comes in and makes sure that, you know wages stay well for incoming apprentices and standing drivers and union members mm-hmm. that's my hope at least but obviously that that'd be something i'd need to be a much deeper dive if this actually goes through
1: definitely but all right manny
0: on to the next one
1: yeah so you wanted to touch base about manners when it comes to shit boxes
0: <laughs> yes so yes, this little segment's gonna be shitbox matters. So I kind of got up with this idea because, uh, you know, I drive an old fucking shitbox, mm-hmm. and anytime I get inside somebody else's older car, and you know, at, at this point, I'd say almost anything, over oh, almost twenty years, okay, maybe maybe fifteen to twenty years at least old, right? At that point, you know, stuff starts giving out. So (laughs) I kind of said, you kind of have to have a different set of manners when you're riding in somebody's shit box. (laughs) So the first one I wanted to talk about was windows. (laughs) 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 And reason being is because I got in your truck and I lowered the window. You know, it's, it's actually a pretty nice day today.
1: Yes, the weather was very good.
0: Yeah, so I started to lower the window and because i drive a ton of shit boxes i know in my head anytime i lower a window i never lower it all the way i leave it a little bit up so that if i have to force the window up and then you have something to grab yeah <laughs> so i'm lowering it and right before it gets to the bottom i stop myself and i turn to you does your window have problems <laughs> <laughs> And I said that's it's kind of shitbox manners. You you know, it's not talking shit. It's that, hey, we drive old fucking cars. You should have some manners inside somebody's shitbox because
2: yeah.
1: there could be an issue.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: I can see what you mean. So Especially with that Crown Vic. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Which I'm the, surprised you haven't played replaced the motor.
0: It actually works. I I replaced the relay. Oh yes. So I replaced the relay and it's good, but yeah, it's shitbox manners. There's shit that don't work sometimes. Okay? Say. Okay. So, yeah, Windows is my example. What is another example you can think of that's kind of like shitbox manners when you're writing with somebody?
1: Um, I mean like in in for me like when I go have some when I have somebody to come with me in the El Camino. And like one of the manners that I want people to do when they get into my El Camino is when they get into the seat don't pull on the door handle the inner door handle grab the door from the outside the window yeah from the window and actually close the door that is such a good one dude <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that is such a
0: good pulling on interior handles yes oh my yes that is such such a good one so i've i had a lot of uh, sn95 mustangs mm-hmm. they're cheap I beat the fuck to, I beat the fuck out of the one I had, the V6 I had. Yes. I had that thing forever. I beat the fuck out of it. But that particular model was known for having very loose and shitty door panels. So I legit had tech screws through that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like I it got to that point where I was just like, fuck this, and I just put some tech screws to hold it there because it kept falling off and I got tired of going to the junkyard every two, three months, you know what I mean? So that's one of my big ones for that car was always don't pull on the handle, lower the window, grab it from the sill, you yes. know, and close it that way.
1: Yes. I mean, uh, I'm not too worried too much when people get in, because they I know they'll do it, but it, at the end of the day, the door cards for classic cars like the El Camino, they're expensive. Oh, super. I think I tried looking up some, and I think I saw them for like 800
0: uh yeah. yeah. No. Don't pull on Manny's <laughs> handles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude, that is such a good one. I didn't even think about that, mm-hmm. but yes, absolutely. Um I would say AC, but that's normally operated by the driver. Cause I would say half the time on shipbox there is no AC. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: Ain't that the truth? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so here's another one is and and again, this is probably getting into much older cars and maybe unsafe a little bit, but toss your seatbelt in before you close the door.
1: Yes. <laughs> yes.
0: So I'm sure you've been in one of those where the, yes. the seatbelt is just so raggedy that it's loose, and if you just get out and close the door, you're closing the door on the seatbelt. Yes. Toss your seatbelt in before you close the door. <laughs> so you have had that. Yes. Which car?
1: Uh, Currently the Toyota Tacoma because it doesn't have that little safety or that stopper that you would see on on seat belts nowadays where, like, the actual – clip wouldn't like just fall straight to the floor
0: okay yeah yeah yeah
1: so it doesn't have that anymore so i've had a few times where uh people just go in and they just close and they forget that the little metal piece is still on the floor right there where the door jam is
0: yes and you just hear that ungodly sound yes (laughs) yeah yeah that one used to get me all the time too especially because it's honestly that's one of those parts that i know you shouldn't neglect when they start getting bad but you kind of do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I know that's one of those things. It's like, dude, it's not super hard to replace. Just go fucking replace it. But if it's still clicking, I usually end up fucking just leaving it. To, right? be, to be honest, I just leave it. And I, and I know when I'm doing. I'm like, this isn't really going to help me much in an actual situation, you know. But that's always like a, a shitbox trope for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. Last one that I can think of right now is... A firm but unvibrating door close. If that makes sense. I'm not sure how else to describe it. I know exactly what you mean. So you can't close a shitbox door soft because half the time it won't close correctly. But you don't want to toss the motherfucker either. (laughs) So you kind of have to have that little short, keep your hand on it so it doesn't shake and vibrate and just like close it really hard. You know what I mean? That would be my last one that I usually do for my cars and other people's too is like i don't slam it hard but i do kind of give it that firm but solid close
1: yeah uh, i'm all like to be honest i'm always i'm always worry about that wary about that when i get into other people's cars too
0: how you close the door yeah (laughs) i mean that kind of goes for everybody even if it's a new car you don't want to slam anybody's door is just all right so quick (laughs) quick story time i had a fox body and this is back when i was in college Um, I was going to RCC at the time. And this was my second Fox? I think it was my second Fox. This is one that I kind of blew up as soon as I got it. Motor swapped it. and, um, And pretty much, dude, I had it for actually a long time. Really, really long time. But anyways, I was going to RCC and my sister had just started RCC as well. And we would carpool together. So I would go up to the front uh, of RCC. I would drop her off and then I'd pull into the parking structure to find parking. To find parking. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) I had the windows partially lowered. Like it was only lowered maybe four inches from the frame. Right. I get up. I pull up to the front and I drop her off. I stop. She gets out of the car and she breaks the door closing shitbox rule and she just tosses the door. Mind you this is an old fucking fox, dude. It, the window
1: shattered, didn't it? The window shattered in
0: front of everybody in front of RCC.
1: <laughs> they probably thought you dropped off your angry girlfriend. Oh dude, I was kinda, she just looked at me with like,
0: "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I was like, "Just just just go inside." <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was like, Fuck, I got to go to class right now. (laughs) The most embarrassing fucking thing ever. did. (laughs) Oh, my. It's just shattered into pieces. I pulled in and luckily I was able to find like a parking spot in a corner to where like. It
1: would hide the window. it, It doesn't really hide the window. But it would hide something at least.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It faced the open window towards a wall. Mm hmm. Right? There was no window tints on this Fox body. So, you know what? Come to think of it, I've, I tint windows on every car I own, but I've never tinted windows on my Fox bodies. Hmm. Weird. Anyways, no window tints, so you can kind of see, like, hey, that doesn't look right. <laughs> yes, so broken window. Don't let the the doors vibrate on a shitbox. Any more you can think of, Manny? At the moment, no. Well, let's call that a segment then. <laughs> okay. We have anything else
1: on the board? Our anime review.
0: Oh, shoot. That's right.
1: All right. Yeah, let's get into it, Manny. All righty. So we reviewed Scissor 7.
0: Yes, we reviewed Scissor 7, and this is a Netflix exclusive, right? Yes. And I believe it's a Chinese-oriented, right? Or origin, right? Yeah, chinese origin anime. And they're up to two seasons, and they have the third season coming out in October. Yep.
1: So, Manny's been talking about this one for a while. Um, I I was introduced to this by uh, Leo, Mr. Bitches. Okay, got it. Yeah, so he was the one that introduced it to me and everything. And he showed me the first episode, and Emilia got hooked. Um, Note to self, if you keep it in the Mandarin language, uh, for the voiceover, it's very cringe because to me, just listening to Mandarin is just cringe. Um, but uh, I guess that's just because it's just a different language. I mean, you watch Japanese with
0: subtitles.
1: But it's just the weird. It's just how they actually pronounce the words that just like I it just doesn't appeal to me. I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, I didn't even hear it in Mandarin. The only reason I, I figured Mandarin was because I watched the season three trailer. Mm. And I and I recognized it from there. Okay. I watched it dubbed in English.
1: Okay, I see what you mean now then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, immediately when he showed it to me in the first episode, I immediately got hooked. And that's when I started telling you about it, that we should probably look into this and maybe do a review on it. Yes, and
0: we did. We did. We f- we finished up, uh, f- well, I finished up both seasons. I think you got up to first, right? I finished first season. And I think... Halfway half, into second season. Yeah, like halfway into second season. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit more than half. I think you were pretty close to there. But, you know, wh- what's your what was your uh, impression of it? First impression, well, obviously, you said you liked it.
1: First impression was just, like, how overly stupid the dude was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, for me, obviously, was the art. The art, okay. So, the art's a little bit... Um,
1: crude i guess crude and and you can like see how it lags honestly too
0: yeah it it is crude artwork it's it's kind of like uh bob's burgers beavis and butthead in that echelon of art Mm, style right yeah you can kind of see that so the the art style is crude but it the whole anime works together it does like the the art style matches the characters matches the personality matches the story the whole derp is like that anime (laughs) like it's the whole derp vibe the whole anime (laughs) basically (laughs) and first episode i got a little little bit disappointed how so okay so it got me super excited and then i got disappointed so, you know it starts off with his, like, uh, I think he was having, like, a dream or something, right? Mm-hmm. And the first voice I heard sounded like, and mind you, this is all in dub. So, mm-hmm. I think I've, I've said this before, but a good dub is going to make their own accents and they're going to reword the direct translations. Yes. That's what makes a good dub. Because if you just dub it and just repeat the direct translations, it sounds... Ridiculous! If you don't have their own personality to the voices, it doesn't
1: work. Just, just very monotone?
0: Yeah, very, very monotone. So they actually did a great job with this dub. They chose cool voices for all the characters. They all are unique in their own way, you know what I mean? And what do I hear is like a Steven Seagal sound-alike. <laughs> <laughs> and I got so excited they were gonna troll on fucking this guy the whole fucking series, and then he woke up and I was like, "Oh, he's not a real character." <laughs> I was so ready for that.
1: <laughs> okay, okay.
0: But great, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. It was great.
1: Yeah. So, uh, for anybody that's interested to know, this anime is called Caesar uh, Scissor Seven. Ten episodes for season one, and then they have, like, four more episodes, uh, like, just extra episodes for that season, and then they do have a second season or anything. And, again, we said third season. When did you say that was?
0: I believe it's, like, early October. Of this year. Of this year. I think it was October 3rd, I thought I saw. Oh, that's my birthday. Ooh, there we go. Happy birthday, Manny.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. or, Or early thank you. Yep, yep. Uh, This anime did air back in 2018 on April 25th when it started and ended around June 20th. I think that's just for the first season. And there's no really much information on the studios or anything. I think just because it's from a a Chinese television program and everything. And I don't know if they uh, publicize studio info and all that stuff. So there's not really too much to know who the producers were, what studio produced it and everything. Uh, just know that uh, ShareFun Studio is probably the one that helped broadcast it. I don't know if they created it.
0: Okay, yeah. Well, at least made the presentation for Netflix to import it. Exactly. Quote-unquote, you know, digitally import it.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Well, the anime itself seems like they pull a lot of tropes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: uh, Some very interesting things that happen that you would think, oh, like, how come they didn't get copyrighted yet?
0: Well, I mean, they're way, I know, they're, I know. it's so far away from the copyright. They're totally safe. But the the Easter eggs kind of hinting towards is all there for sure.
1: The old lady that's like the president of the neighborhood watch that would like do a kama huh?
0: Yeah, and she walks around with the, uh, and she even has sometimes the stare and the little stance, mm. the Luffy stance going. Yes. She even has the hat and everything too. Yes. So I mean you'll see a lot of different little tropes and kind of hints towards other animes and callbacks and it, it they it's actually pretty pretty well done. Yes. The only thing I could say is that it is very don't take it seriously, it's supposed to be like a super fun to watch and I hate to admit it but for me with those I forget them really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Which is nice though because it's such an easy watch to do. I can go back and watch it and probably re enjoy it.
1: You oh yeah, I mean? think that's what we left out too. They're they're kind of short episodes, so you can like f- watch it easily.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're really quick. They're really short. And like I said, because it's so, you know, kind of not. I don't want to say lighthearted is not the word. It's because it's so uh, unserious. It does not take itself serious at all. <laughs> <laughs> That the storyline, you can jump in almost anywhere. There is a storyline, like a beginning and end, but you can jump in anywhere and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, and there is a backstory to stuff that you might not be able to pick up right away, but you probably get an idea.
0: Yeah, for the most part, you will.
1: Like how we have uh, the main character, Seven, who in the anime has uh, amnesia after suffering an attack because he was one of the most deadliest uh, assassins, but then he was betrayed, or he betrayed the, his clan and everything. Suffered an attack, and then just sh- washed up on shore, and just was taken as a hair salon stylist, but also as a secret assassin. So still, still in his trade, basically. But then every now and then he'll have like moments where he's pushed too far at the edge, where like whatever he did in the back in like in his past would just like come up. How can you say? Like he'll he'll awaken something. Like will just happen. Like quickly and then he'll just go back to his amnesia self his dorky self
0: yeah basically yeah but at the same time his dorky self like i said they dubbed this so well (sighs) how do i describe his voice kind of like somebody's talking with a bunch of marbles in their mouth (laughs) (laughs) but with
1: a very deep tone voice yes
0: yes it's a deep tone voice but they're talking like they have marbles in their mouth like it's (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's so well done. It's very, very well done. Pretty much almost every character kind of has, they kind of go through a storyline and then they do like their own each character background story. Yes. Which I kind of felt was them kind of like poking at Naruto a little bit. Mm. You know, the way they kind of did a story arc and then they started doing individual background arcs. Yes. You know what I mean? I was kind of like, okay, I see what they're
1: doing. I see what they're doing. <laughs> In terms of background, I think the one that had the most serious background story was uh, the female character, 13. Okay.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: The the assassin girl.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, from, from her backstory and everything, her episode and everything, it was actually pretty serious, and, uh, serious in comparison to what the anime is all like, comedy and stuff. Well, I think I'd
0: argue and say she's probably the most serious character in the entire series.
1: But I'm saying in terms of, like, background.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think that's why I think they made her background kind of serious because her character itself is, like, the only serious character.
1: Whereas when we see the other ones, you just, like, think cringe, honestly.
0: Yeah, on, even the way they draw. <laughs> <laughs> even, even the way all the other characters are drawn are very crude and very derpy, and she's the only one that's kind of drawn in a normalish sense. Yes.
1: <laughs> the old grandma. Yeah, in the spandex. <laughs>
0: so it was. It, it's definitely one I would recommend to watch.
1: The one that I did get like I I felt sad for was that girl with cancer though.
0: Okay. Yeah. And
1: then we find out later on that she was a failed experiment from a nation of a high tech uh, cult. I would say.
0: Yeah, basically, basically, it's it's like warring factions. Yeah. There's the warring factions of the high tech. Intelligence, and then the, the Kung Fu Masters. The Kung Fu Masters, yeah. And then you have the people just kind of stuck in the middle.
1: Who would you say is your favorite character overall?
0: Um, I would probably have to stay, say the uh, Invincible Virgin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: remember his name. I'm not going to remember anybody's name in this series, but... Uh, look it up right now. Okay, but he's probably my favorite character just because they set him so serious all the time, but it's
1: it's just the way they present it always is really funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Overall, for me, it would have to be 13, honestly. Okay. Overall, 13. And then um, I know for a fact that uh, Leo, Mr. Bitch's his favorite character would be the tiny chicken that becomes a big buff dude. You know, and I always...
0: It, The whole time I was watching this, I kept envisioning Leo as the smaller chicken.
1: The one that turns into a big buff dude?
0: No, no, no. I'm sorry. The larger blue chicken.
1: Oh, okay, okay. I know exactly who you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Die Boy.
0: Yes, yes, yes. I kept imagining him more of that because as soon as he threw on the shades and started smoking, I was like, he's acting like Leo right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But it, it, like I said, all all the characters definitely have like their own unique charms to them.
2: Okay, at okay. least as
0: far as like something easy to watch, quick to watch, you know what I mean, and just to jump into and enjoy without having to take any kind of any kind of like intricate storyline serious or anything. I think this one does a really good job at it.
1: And then, uh, since you did talk about uh, um, Invincible Virgin as your favorite character. How did you feel that the main character learned his signature move? The what was it? The seven day gold luck. Yeah, I mean, just like with everything, it never works. <laughs> How did uh, what did you think when he tried that lock? And then so he was stuck with him for seven days, which it didn't last for seven days since he did have to take it off because when he saw a missile coming towards people. But what did you think of like when he was in that lock position and the main character seven drops the soda uh, the soap in the shower.
0: I mean it was funny they they do they did a bunch of different scenarios and they just tried to kind of push on how awkward everything was yes so that that's why he that's why I think he was my favorite character because he was so serious while everybody else is kind of like almost mocking him in the sense you know <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so that that's to me what was really funny about it
1: and to be honest though like when he gets like in those like little snap episodes of like like triggers that will trigger him back to his like original self just for a short moment. Like, honestly, like it kind of gets you hyped a little bit in my opinion.
0: Okay. I mean, I I guess I guess they do change up the tempo. They change even the art style and Mm -hmm. they even change the, the music and everything. So I could see why it would do that for sure. But I I don't, I think the image is already stuck and ruined. There's no way I can ever take them seriously.
1: (laughs) And you could also like foreshadow a little bit. Like, um, that there was something more to seven the main character when one of the stand robots scanned him and then it showed like a big warning sign because it showed his identity but we didn't get a glit we couldn't see what the screen said when he scanned his identity
0: yeah 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 so uh that is that is they do a good job at foreshadowing for sure and that's not even the only instance they do it at mm-hmm. but yeah they, they but that do was like early of on in
1: in early on in the first few episodes which like I said foreshadows like oh something's up with this guy
0: yeah well (laughs) i think for me the first hint was that uh he had the amnesia and the chicken was telling him that you have the background story you don't remember who you are and blah 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 and it's kind of like okay he's setting up a back literally telling you he's setting up a background story for an assassin or something like that you know
1: i did catch that but i couldn't take it serious
0: honestly (laughs) okay all right yeah, well, I didn't know what to think of it at first, but to me, the way it kind of sounded, I was kind of like, okay, he's setting something up here. Mm-hmm. There's obviously some more than meets the eye kind of thing. Yeah, you know? Definitely. Like I said, I, I, I liked it. I think I will be watching the third season. I will sure. be too. For <laughs> sure, for me too, honestly. So, Manny, um, out of 10? Out of 10, 8.5. 8.5. And any reason why I didn't go higher? Because I haven't finished season two. Oh, got it got it got it okay so for me i'm gonna go with a solid eight solid eight okay solid eight definitely a solid eight i think uh the only thing that helped held me back from a full on is that and i guess you know obviously that's probably part of its charm but the fact that the episodes are kind of short
1: uh okay okay
0: because it's if uh if season three wasn't coming out i could easily see myself watching this enjoying it and then completely forgetting about it for the next (laughs) five ten years okay like it's not gonna be i enjoy it but it's definitely not gonna be one of the ones that i remember for years to come Mm. it'll be forgotten
1: (laughs) for sure for sure but uh with that manny I think that's our episode. It most definitely is. Why don't you tell the people where they can find us? You can definitely find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at UnacceptedPod. And we do have a website,
0: unacceptedpod.com. And be sure to like, subscribe, leave a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a question, want to send us an unaccepted rib, If you still know what that is, you can email us at unacceptedpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. And we'll see everybody next Wednesday. Bye-bye.